Okay, here we go now. Well, welcome to Old Dog New Tech, the podcast that explores edtech ideas, innovations, and integration methods from the experienced old dog side of things. My name is Jeff West, and I've been a K-12 music educator for 27 years, and I am passionate about edtech. I love using it. So let's get started at taking a look at how this can be used in your classroom. Welcome back. Here's Old Dog New Tech. I'm Jeff West. I have uh, been off the air for a couple of months, actually. I uh, So I've made a little lineup of podcasts that I'm going to be releasing over here in the next few weeks. I, I've kind of gotten, finally gotten in the flow, so to speak, with the new teaching assignment I asked for and was given. Uh, along with my high school classes, I'm teaching uh, STEAM to grades three through five using uh, Project Lead the Way. It's a great curriculum and it has a lot of resources. And I'll talk a little more about that later, but it has uh, taken me a bit to kind of get get the feel of what's going on. This podcast, though, is about online resources that allow you to insert questions or audio content into your videos. You can create assignments or mini lessons, or you can have your students do the same which I think uh, is a great way to create uh, a meaningful learning experience and get some deeper learning, whether you create it or whether you make the assignment for your students to do so. So what I'm going to do here is, in in one segment, I'm going to talk about uh, the tools that I have used and had some success with, and then I'm going to uh, make a reference to some research I did uh, for some other tools to give you some things to think about and take a look at. All right, so let's get going. I think we all know that video is a great way to engage students. However, um, it can be even better for delivering content and assessing understanding. I've used several tools and researched them, um, played around with them to a certain degree. Usually I run into the problem that they're going to cost, and which would be okay if I was going to use them daily or even two or three times a week. But most of the time, um, I use them sporadically. I'll use them to introduce um some content or to break up instruction and create a new way to reach students. Um, So I I usually like the ones that are free. So if you're like me, then free is the the way to go. So um, let's see. I've used several, so like I said, but here are the ones that um, I have gone back to and use and continue to kind of expand my use. Um, I'll start out with a real simple uh, use because you sometimes you don't know if you know maybe your Wi-Fi is not working or your devices aren't working or you know something happens uh, you know tech's a great thing when it works or when you use it and you get it working properly. The first one um, I've used a little bit is Flipgrid and if you check in the show notes I put links to all these uh, you just click and it'll take you to the the websites 
Students can make a video answering a question or a prompt that you create in Flipgrid. You can keep it private so only you see the answers, or you can make it public and let your students rate what other students are doing. Um, they can also add emojis or drawings to kind of create a more memorable video. And um, I have, and I know I've seen other educators kind of use that as part of the assessing. So if you let everyone see the videos, you know, kind of add that as part of the assessment rubric. Um, uh, you know, how creative were they? What, you know, how memorable? Besides being to the point on your uh, prompt or uh, um, questions. So you can embed uh, your prompt once you create the video uh, that's asking the question or posing the prompt for them to uh, create their videos. You can embed that and then I believe that it will take you back to Flipgrid and the kids will create their videos within that site and then the data and so forth is all stored there. And there are many different ways. Um, I think you can star, you can letter grade. Um, the content of the students' videos. Um, another that I have just started using, and I like it, uh, is called PlayPosit. Uh, you can choose a video from a vast library of video resources like YouTube or Khan Academy and insert questions and content into the video. So it plays and then it stops and asks the questions and the students can answer it or they listen to your content of maybe you're just adding some more information about what's going on in the video. You can receive the data on the assessments and help you build future lessons. So it integrates with most LMSs um, like Schoology or Blackboard, and it works with Google Classroom, uh, where Flipgrid is kind of on its own. It's its own website and entity, and I believe you can um, use the data from there to to you know form your opinions on the best direction to go then with your with your lesson. Um, where PlayPosit, uh, I I think it has a an app that would hook into Schoology um, to help it integrate and go into um, the gradebook, which is seems to be the thing that keeps a lot of tools from being used um, regularly unless you're not using an LMS and you're just kind of creating it on your own and perhaps you have your own website and that's how you deliver content um, then you can um, you know use those tools as you just need as you need them and embed them in some cases or share a link post a link that takes the students where they need to go Lastly, as Edpuzzle, which uh, seems to be one that is in competition with PlayPosit or vice versa. And this one integrates also with Google Classroom and you can uh, import when it's when I say these integrate, that means that if you have your students listed uh, in the classroom, it will pull in your students uh, from Google Classroom and you can make assignments and, and then students submit it and you'll receive them through Google Classroom. Sometimes the challenge with that is then once you grade them, where do the grades go? And I think you have to create a couple of extra steps. Um, although it wouldn't surprise me if there were um, better integration of grades uh, available 
um, in Google Classroom. I know it has gotten better than when I used to use it five, six, seven, eight years ago. Um, so you know you can get your grades to go in to at least a spreadsheet, which then you can upload into uh, an online grade platform if that's what you're using. <clears throat> Edpuzzle, though. Um, I think probably the neatest thing for me is the created lessons that are there. Um, and I believe PlayPosit also has this. I'm not as familiar with it yet. I've used it to create videos, just got started with that one. But in Edpuzzle, I've used that one several times. And I have used uh, a video that was created by someone else um, once I watched it and saw the questions. Um, I used that in the class. And sometimes I would use it as an example when I told students, now I want you to create a video, um, either of yourself performing, and then they can upload it to YouTube, and then they can find it on Edpuzzle using the, the link, and then they can insert their questions or their content. Those are the three. Those are the three of my most used uh, video assessing tools. Um, take a look at them if you're interested um, in creating some sort of way you can deliver content and it can go to each student on their device and you can keep track of um, uh, how they answer the questions or um, they can even, you know, you can ask them uh, an essay question and they can answer it in a few sentences. And then you can go back and read that. So those those three tools are my, kind of my go-to. Flipgrid, you don't do that, it's all video. But PlayPosit and Edpuzzle, you do. All right, so next segment are some more tools, but I researched them. I'll tell you a little bit about them. Maybe you're interested in some different features that are offered, like discussion. So I did some research and found a few more tools. Um, I'm going to center mostly on a blog post by Richard Byrne, who is an awesome tech blogger and speaker. Uh, I got to hear him at uh, the McCall conference in 2019. That's a Michigan uh, computer user and learner association. Uh, and he compiled uh, the following list of tools, and you can read his blog. I put a post, uh, excuse me, a link to the post in my show notes. So I've checked these out and experimented with a couple of them, but um, and they, uh, but I don't use them regularly. But maybe it'll fit something you want to do. So that's why I'm bringing them up. Um, they have many of the same features as the my top three tools but they also a few of them um, offer the option to foster discussion so spiral is the first one um, and this is one where discussion is offered it's um, not sure how easy it is to facilitate the discussion but you would basically create the video and um, you can put notes and questions in the video and um, it says it'll let you download the assessment data that you receive then into a spreadsheet file, CSV file, 
and then you can put it into your own spreadsheet. So it doesn't necessarily integrate with anything. Sounds like it operates as a website to itself. However, um, you know, if that interests you, you always keep checking back because these types of tools tend to update and start integrating um, as part of their improvements. And then the next one that he highlighted and that I've checked out is Vizia. Uh, according to their webpage, it allows for inserting questions and sharing and embedding into websites or any tool that allows embedding. Um, I don't think it works with Google Classroom. You could probably uh, embed it in a Google site if you use that in uh, along with your classroom to deliver content. Um, it seems it seems to offer a lot of the same and uh, memory serves when I did check it out a lot of the same style of tools as Edpuzzle and Playposit and since I was already familiar with those I haven't really gone back to it in a while um, MOOC note M-O-O-C note again links are in the show notes um, offers other features like note taking and video editing that some of the other tools don't. So if you want to edit and create smaller videos some larger ones, this might be a good choice. I know you can do this to some degree in Edpuzzle, um, create a smaller snippet of a, of a lesson, uh, excuse me, of a video in a lesson. But um, when I researched, took a look at this one, it seems that there are a few more options um, for editing the video. Lastly is Vialogs, kind of like dialogue, but with V instead of the D. And this one is definitely a discussion driver. Um, it uses video to facilitate discussions. You make a timestamp note that appears to the right in a kind of a sidebar um, with the video playing and you can put your notes in about particular uh, happenings occurring uh, events that are going on in the video perhaps you're you have this video that's showing a particular technique that you want to discuss and you can put notes about that as it happens in the video and then um, or it allows your you know your students of course could do the same thing sharing and embedding are also um, available it gives you the code for both and it offers the possibility to share uh, via social media so again I would uh, highly suggest that if you're not reading Richard Burns blog that you do that um, that's one of my go-to's um, I kind of kind of follow along with what he is doing and writing and uh, follow him on Twitter and um, very good resources along there are many good resources but he is a very good resource for uh, tech in the classroom um, he explains it very clearly and uh, makes good videos as well so thank you to him but uh, maybe I'm saving you a few steps to check out some of these tools again links are in the show notes and next is this podcast tech treat This week's tech treat, or rather this episode's tech 
tech treat. Boy, a little tongue-tied there. Kind of follows along with the theme of this episode on video assessment. But this one, uh, you can add videos, but you also can just add slides that are already created um, to create an interactive presentation in which you get to give the students a link and then the you control the presentation on their screens and you can ask them questions. You can already have pre-developed, uh, um, pre-created, no, just created um, assessment slides and collect the data uh, using Nearpod or rather the add-on in Google Slides. There's an add-on for, uh, for Nearpod. And so as you're creating your slide presentation of whatever that might be, you can then insert um, a slide that sends them to a link to something that asks a multiple choice question that shows a video. I have even seen where you can insert another smaller slide deck within a slide. Kind of cool. Then once you're done editing, you would have that in slides and a little sidebar appears on the right. And one of the choices is present it in Nearpod. You click that, it takes you to the Nearpod website where you can choose a live session or Nearpod has a great feature where it allows you to uh, let each student view it and then you can track and uh, their progress, but also let them go through it at their own speed. Uh, another cool feature that is offered in the free version, of course it has a premium you can, you can purchase, but in the free version it offers a couple of games where you, where you can ask a question, and when the students answer it correctly, their character moves, say, up a mountain, or it's a race, and they get points kind of like a Kahoot game where they get points for answering co correctly and how fast. And um, again, all interactive, keeps track of it uh, there on their website on Nearpod. So check out that, go to Google Slides, go to the top there, uh, it says file and edit and tools and so forth, go to add-on, down at the bottom of that menu, you, get, you go to get add-ons and you can find Nearpod. I would definitely check that out. It's a neat tool. I've had a lot of success with this in class and uh, also in presenting uh, professional development. Nearpod. Thanks for listening to Old Dog New Tech. Um, I hope you'll take a minute and leave a review on iTunes or um, drop me an email. Uh, leave a comment on the podcast site. Love to know if you're getting some use out of my podcast and if you, you know, have any subjects you're curious about. I'm curious about tech. Love to look it up. Take care. This has been Old Dog New Tech with Jeff West. You can reach me at olddognewtech10 at gmail.com. That's olddognewtech10 at gmail.com. Send me an email or leave me a review on iTunes. And remember, when integrating tech into your classroom, don't try to be perfect. Just be patient.